If you're white, you're not right. And the proof is in your Christmas pudding. Stay tuned. A big welcome to the house of the freaks. This is Johnny Walker. I'm coming back with another episode of the podcast. This is the end of the year kind of a wrap up. And you may have seen the title. That is, if you're white, you're not right. And what do I mean by that? It may be a surprise to you all, but it's important to understand why I want to do this. I have friends who are musicians or DJs in the scene. I understand how how hard they're working. And it is bothering me. It is very bothersome to me and to them, very frustrating to them, that they can't make it into the music scene. And I keep telling them that this is because there is an active discrimination against whites, against males, and against heterosexuals by the mainstream media. So if you're white, male, heterosexual, you basically have no chance. Okay. Now, I appreciate that this may be considered a bit weird and unexpected. So stay with me because I'm going to analyze, I'm going to prove it, I'm going to provide you with evidence of what I'm saying because otherwise I wouldn't open my mouth. I've been in the scene, for those who follow the podcast, since 1988. That makes me a little bit old, right? I care about this thing. This is why I'm doing this podcast. And I care not just about the music. Obviously, the music is in its core, but also in the peripheral, in the industry itself. Because, hey, if you have no industry, then you have no music, then nothing's happening, right? What is happening out there in society at large, it is mirrored into the music industry. And why is that? I think I alluded a little bit into the Top 100 DJs Award about this, but I will explain to it a little bit later if you stick with me. So there's not going to be any music today for you guys, just analysis, okay? It's a talking video like the podcast. That's the nature of the podcast. So how am I going to do that with you guys? Um, first of all, it is probably easier for you to go and see the video on Odyssey because there's going to be a lot of graphics here. And I'm, I'm gonna be mentioning some names and perhaps I'm not very good, but you need to see the pictures as well to understand what's going on. So please, if you listen to the podcast, that's fine. But if you can go to the Odyssey at our channel, Freakbeats EDM podcast and just watch the video there. So I'm taking Mixmag. Mixmag is supposed to be the world's biggest dance music magazine. It's been going on. It's been been published since 1990, I believe, if I'm correct. Or even 89, I think. I have some early issues uh, from, I think, 89 or 90. And they have one of those features, producers that define the year. The top 25 producers who define the year 2023. Okay? So we're going to go one by one. And on the side, I have open... Discogs. Discogs, for those who don't know, is a is a music database for any type of music, and it kind of gives you um, a kind of it's a database of every release from uh, every artist. Obviously, if somebody has entered the data into the database, and I wanna see a couple of things. First of all, out of those twenty five producers, how many white male heterosexuals there are? Number two, out of the ones that are not. What is their history, the track record? Now, I know many of you will say, Yo, Johnny Walker, have you not watched the DJ Top 100? The top five is full of white males, right? Um, well, number one, the number one DJ 
David Guetta is not white, he is Jewish, which is fine. He's male, as far as I know, heterosexual. Then you have Armin Van Buren, you have Martin Garrix, you have Dimitri Bekasen like Mike and Alok. Alok is not white either, he's Brazilian. But what is the difference in these guys? These guys have been there forever, especially David Guetta. David Guetta started his career in 1989, so the guy has been there around, right? As much as me. So it is easy for these guys to be in the top five, but what about if you started your career a couple of years ago, right? You're really young, you're 12 years old, you're a white male who wants to go and play at Tomorrowland, let's say, and you want you want to go ahead and do it. What are your chances, really? What are your chances of being promoted by the established media? Because you can still do it, but the effort is going to be considerably more compared to if you're black, if you're Hispanic, if you're a woman especially, if you're LGBT or trans, right? Or any of the other minorities. And this is what this podcast is about. So let's start. As I said, it's easier to watch this rather than listen to it. So please go and watch it. But if you don't, let's start. The top 25 producers who define the year 2023. So I'm going to roll. I haven't done any preparation here. So I'm just going to be impartial. Number one, and I'm not sure this is according to importance, probably according to, I, I don't know, uh, we'll find out. So Andrea Vibes, who is Andrea Vibes? Says kicking off the year by securing an RIAI platinum certification for his production work on Rima's viral sensation Calm Down. Andrea Vibes is a driving force behind Afrobeat's global domination. He's black. Okay. He's a Grammy-nominated producer and prolific name in the game. Growing up in Nigeria, Andrea was surrounded by musical influences and being so deeply rooted into the culture, it's no wonder that he's everyone's go-to Afrobeat producer. This year, we saw him drop the Calm Down remix featuring pop sensation Selena Gomez. How many times for DJ Big N? Chop Time, No Friend for Mr. Easy, and several tracks for Crayon. On top of his worldwide production, Andre launched his event series The Vibes Party in the heart of Lagos, Lagos in Africa. The free event allows Andre to shine a light on an up-and-coming local talent and provide a space for an Afrobeat community to grow. So, okay, sounds promising. Let's go to um, Discogs. So I typed already Andre Vibes. What has he produced? What has he released? How long he has been? One compilation, various Bravo hits, 119, by Sony Music Universal in 2022. So this guy comes out in 2022, and all of a sudden, he's a top producer a year later. Okay, next one. I see a lady here, Ayesha. Again, I'm going to read the summary. After DJing for a decade and becoming one of... Uh, the best love selectors in New York, where she's now based. Ayesa's recent jump into production has only proven her sonic palette even more effervescent. With the release of her debut album Rhythm in Memory uh, early this year, entirely written, produced and mixed by her, the Brooklyn multi-hyphenate is stacking up the skills in her artistic arsenal. Rhythm is Memory is a captivating release and comes complete with 10 tracks marking its year on her career. Okay, so she's saying that she has 10 years of her career. Let me just go to Discord very quickly. You can hear me typing. I found uh, the artist, I believe. But, I mean, 
he says here that she's been around for for 10 years um and perhaps perhaps she's an exception i haven't heard her personally um i hope you have um and that's that so a woman let's go to number three bad sister bad sister is revered for shelling blistering club hitters behind the decks and the productions are equally as hot the Brazilian artist releases this year included a four-track EP of Bailey Funk bangers made to play at Rio de Janeiro Carnival in February in a selection of hot and heavy club tracks for release on Tratra Tracks Get Club, a five-track record deuced an influence from the sound of Brazil. The extended play also landed a few remixes, etc. etc. Let's go to Discogs and plug in her name. So she is a lady, bad sister. We have her here. Let's see when she produced her first uh, release. Um, 2015. That was an extended play. And then 2021, uh, there was another one. And then 2022, um, there was a compilation that she was featured in. And you can see all these things on the video, which is why I told you, please go there and have a look at them. So nobody says that I'm making these things up. So that's that. Three releases. Now tell me, if you're a white male producer, how many tracks have you done? How many tracks have you released? How many times did you attempt to approach somebody to promote your music, to ask them to review your music, to ask them to feature your music? Did they do that or not? I want to hear from you, seriously. The podcast will be published on Substack, if you're still with us. It will be published on Substack. So I want you to go there and throw me messages after messages of proof, because it's enough for me to, you know, play our favorite music here, funk, but I want to help musicians and perhaps this is a route that the podcast should take of promoting underground artists, which is what I'm already doing with funk. As you know, I'm not playing anything that is remotely commercial anymore because I can, because I'm not a whore, I'm not a click whore. I haven't sold to any of the um, multinationals, the corporates, you know, the big record labels. Because this is how the money rolls, you see. I'm going to expand on that. So, Brazilian lady, couple of releases there. Boom. Um, next one, Barry Can Swim. Okay, so this guy is a white man. So we have the first one. Um, I don't know what his sexuality is. Let's see. Um, the Edinburgh-born, London-based Barry, Barry Can Swim has erupted into the timeline in 2023 after building up a huge following in the past few years. His debut album has caused a commotion with rocketing ticket sales to hear it live. Blending the genres of jazz, dance and house, Barry's album When Will We Land is more relaxed than his electrifying DJ sets and showcases a more emotional side to the artist. Okay, we got the, the gist of it. Let's just go and find out about uh, Barry Can Swim. Then. Um, I'm going to go back again. Okay, so we found Barry Can Swim. He's male, as I said, he's white. He's also recording at the Joshua Main. So he released something in 2021, an extended play, another one in 2022, and that's it. And his album on Ninja Tune, of course, of course. If you lived in the UK, you've been in the business for so long, as I have, you would know the Ninja Tune, which belongs to Cold Cut, which is as old as the scene uh, when it started. Back in 88, they were previously already um, recording um, as um, Colcat and, 
and producing, you know, playing DJs as hip hop and they're fantastic actually. They have a fantastic, one of the best old time classics compilation um, called Journeys by DJs, if I remember correctly. Everything's from memory here. I'm not checking notes. This is done live from what I know. So Cold Cut is very well connected. Um, Ninja Tune is their label and they're obviously very, very well connected to Mixmag. So Mixmag as well as DJ Mag has this tendency of promoting the mates, British in particular, which I do not agree with. Not because, I mean, the podcast is based in the UK, uh, and I'm not saying you should not promote them, but it's heavily promoted. But also, many times, it may be, you know, other factors that um, make somebody be promoted, right? It could be their sexuality, for example. So, in any case, we have one so far in this top 25, one male. Again, I don't know if he's heterosexual um, or not. Um, he's obviously not trans, as far as I can see. Um, number five, we have a lady. She's called Big Ang. And he says, we've all been going through something of a speedy G renaissance in the last few years. They're talking about speed garage, basically. So it's no surprise that DJs and music fans alike have begun digging through the archive of the undisputed queen of the baseline herself, Bing Ang, with her ridiculously rich catalogue of wobbly basslines, straight and feelings, piano bangers being reached by DJs. Uh, she's responsible for some of uh, these years, you know, uh, um, big hits, and she played in Glastonbury, Decamental, Ibiza, Sheffield, The Warehouse Project, Corsica Studios in London. Um, we predict in January that our dance floors were going to get bigger and Angia. So again, do the same routine, back to Gisco, Discogs, Big Ang is there, clicking on a name, let's see how how far back. So she, in all fairness, is going back to 2002, where she has released, she has some releases on reflective records from 2002, so she must be one of the oldies of the uh, UKG or Speed Garage, you know, back then it was the, it was the sound of London. Right, South London and everything. UKG, as we say. And she had releases up to 2006, and then there's a pause. And then all of a sudden, there's some resurgence in 2022. And one release in 2008. So nothing really between 2008 and 2022. Nothing in 2023, as far as I can see. But all of a sudden, boom. Top 25 producer. Again, woman. Next one, I see an Asian lady, I believe. Uh, a name is CL. Let's find out whether, because these days, you know, just a lady doesn't mean that it's a lady, right? CL has blown us away with the level she's hit as a producer this year. The crowning moment has been her debut album, Homesick, a really special record that not only sounds stunning, but made us feel things about the power of music and what it can represent. You can tell the Toronto-based artist poor herself. Okay, so she's female, as far as we know and she's Canadian, into its cre- creation. Um, let's find out some things by scanning quickly. Um, her country birth, China. Um, three other releases landed across the past 12 months, including a ravey uh, nine-track release. Um, so going to Discogs, back again. There we have Seal. We can see her. Clicking on her name. Um, first release in 2017. And she had this, I guess, a steady release stream over the years. In 2023, she has um, one release in the German 
um, K7 with an exclamation mark in the beginning of the user release compilations, as well as another compilation called uh, Ecstatic Editions. And that's it. Okay, been a little bit around, um, but, no, you know, nothing more than that. So one so far. Number seven, Dina Abdel Wahed. Renowned for her ability to weave elements of traditional Arabic music into modern club-facing productions, Dina Stripes as one of Electronic's most exciting producers have long been assured. However, upon first listen of Jabal Ersas, released in September, it was clear that Tunis bass and techno maestro, so is this from Tunisia, they mean, had entered the next phase in her mission to transform our understanding of sounds from the Arab world. Okay. So going to Discogs, let's find out about Dina and how long she's been around. So Dina's first release appeared to be in 2017. Again, she had these sparse releases over time. A couple of albums, one in 2018 and another one this year. As they said, Jibal R-S-A-S. Again, nothing spectacular that I can see. It's not like she's been frantically releasing... Um, records. It doesn't mean, of course, that if you release a lot of records that you're going to be like... Um, a good producer. No, I'm not saying that. You know, you may release one or two, but you need to have this sort of steady stream of kind of a build-up where you, you have proven yourself that you're not the sex buddy of the editor of Mixmag, basically. This is what I'm getting at. Or you're not the diversity and inclusion choice. Number eight, DJ Babater. The Raptor House pioneer, DJ Babatra, um, he looks like a black person to me, I'm not sure where he's from, has been in the forefront of the Venezuelan genre for over 20 years, so he must be Venezuelan. Um, has been one of his strongest, both in terms of output and recognition. The international experimental dance music community has clocked on to Petra Elias Coro's immense talent, earning him stages at some of the pantheons of the scene, like Trezor, Panorama, Bear, Bar, um, which is in um, uh, the club that so starts with B in Berlin, <laughs> and Unsound, so he's basically playing techno at Trezoris in Berlin. It's though he's on a leading production that he has truly shown in 2023. Okay, so this guy sounds like he's releasing a lot of stuff. Let's go back up there and have a look at his release. Um, there's only one here, 2023, but I saw another name. Could be the same person. Uh, Raptor House. Yeah, that's more likely. So his unrelentless release, as, as described by Mixmag, is probably fake news because here I can see um, one, two, three, four, five since 2015 um, and an extended play in 2016. That's his unrelentless and maybe one in 2023. Ah, this is what I'm talking about, right? You can, if you're Mix Mag and DJ Mag, you can make any shit up and people will just follow it. Continuing. Uh, DJ Bone. Okay. Now, I know DJ Bone. Okay. He's an old guy. He's black. He's probably from Detroit. Let's have a look. Minute in 1998, DJ Bone subject Detroit is one of defining labels of 21st century techno designed to rap techno that honors the innovation, soul, and politically motivated energy that's intrinsic to the sound as its manifesto laid out. Not true, we can come back to that. While there's been releases from Piers, Juan Atkins, for example, it's generally been a showcase for DJ Bone and a catalogue that confirms his, confirm him 
as one of the best. This year he called time on the influential imprint after 25 years, but not before blessing with one final release. The 12th track album Further. Cool. I mean, I know, I know him. And if he had a fantastic year, I have no issue of him being, you know, in, in the top 25. Um, he's part of, you know, the Detroit techno kind of cult or not cult, but clan. And, and he's producing good stuff. You know, he's a quality producer. So as you can see here, this guy has been releasing since 1996 and it is fairly constant uh, every year three to four extended plays with a bit of a gap so 2022 the last one i have no issue with this guy being the top 25 i haven't listened to his latest album but it do I, yeah it doesn't matter um but he's somebody who has obviously been established has released over the years steadily he has built up a kind of following and therefore, at some stage, they come into prominence, right? Even on their own. So that's that's fine. Fair enough. Next one. DJ IC. I see a black gentleman here. When it comes to UK club music innovation, arguably the most significant developments are happening in the sphere of Afro House again. Um, so <laughs> it's almost like somebody's paying these guys to just push an agenda. And this is my problem. My problem is not whether somebody's black, white, Jewish, uh, woman, trans or whatever. It is the agenda that bothers me. It is the money that flow in the background and that never gets shown. It is the conflict of interest that bothers me. Now, do I have evidence of that? No. However, however, we do know how this happens. Okay? So the way it happens is, when the United Nations is talking about an agenda 2030, and then they say you have to become inclusive and diverse, what that means is basically, as a white, you have no fucking future. Sorry for the language. Apologies for the French. But that's what it means. It basically means you might as well die if you're a white, heterosexual male. Because the whole world is against you. Right? So then the money start, trickles down from the governments, and the governments now that they have taken directions from the United Nations, because if you guys think that politicians rule you, you like, you're still very young in life. Let me tell you that. And then the big funds like BlackRock and Vanguard and others, okay, they implement their policies because they have their own conflict of interest and they say, oh, Mr. Mixmac, or obviously not Mixmac, but the publishing house that publishes Mixmac, we see that you're not very diverse. Therefore, we don't think you can get that government support because of COVID. Do you understand now how the world works? So my problem is not with DJ Bone, obviously, which, as I said, I, I like the guy, I know him, or DJ IC, okay? My problem is what happens in the background and, and the whole Hollywood type of facade that is pushed down our throats and that you, as a white, young, aspiring, heterosexual producer have no fucking future in this world unless you listen to the very end of this podcast so the next guy he's called uh, dj manny um, again i can see a black person house music has had many evolutions and footwork which has been developing since the late 90s is among its most potent this year marked 10 years since double cup the dj rashad album that felt like a tectonic shift in music a perfect album which was duly awarded 10 out of 10 the pages of Mixmag, his untimely passing not long after its release has been hard to bear. A conflict is the way his peers have kept the fire burning and cemented his legacy as an old-timer. 
as well as building their own. Um, so they're talking about some productions um, across the year. has been prolific with other releases, including the Control Extended Play, which um, includes uh, footwork with styles such as R&B, Jungle, and Halftime Exploration, the Spooky Alert Unit, and Deep and Jazzy Rag R&B. Okay, but going, going back to Discogs. I know some people may say, well, does Discogs has everything? I said in the beginning, they don't. But that's that's the whole point is that we can do a very quick check. Okay. Um yeah, we can see DJ Money, Baltimore Club DJ for the footwork. Uh use the other um link. So there's the other link for the footwork. In the previous one we could see that he's been producing he has a mixtape in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and after that there's a big gap. And this part of him, I guess. Starts with single 2010, so he's been around a little bit, you know, furnace. So, yeah, you could say that, okay, he, this guy has been around. Not a problem again with this guy. I haven't heard him, it doesn't mean anything. So, number 12, DJ Ramon Suqueso. This year, Brazilian viral sensation, DJ Ramon Suqueso has taken over the internet with Rosa's DJ clips, which feel a bit like watching a belly funk meteorite. Oliberate the earth, but it's no mistake that we give him flowers as a producer instead of DJ. Um, he's talking this year, he's, he was tapped by Luger Alto to channel this into his debut physical release, Sexta dos Crias. Um, so, again, going to Disco, disco let's have a look. Ramon Suqueso, and there he is. Let's see how much he has produced. Wow, one album in 2023. And that makes him the top, in the top 25 producer. Okay, see a couple of white guys here. They're called INVT or Invite, I guess. Um, with an inch perfect Calenton featuring collaborations with Coffin Tex and DJ Tech Turner, the duo's irresistible London link up with local soundboy Logan Olm for Miami to London Sound Clash and their sumptuous Latin bass edit pack, offering track of the year contenders across the board. It's no wonder that invite productions have been hot property this year. Um, prefer to self-release the work on Bandcamp. With little bureaucracy involved. Let's have a look at the Bandcamp link then. Um, okay, didn't open it straight away. Uh, so let's have a look at the invite. Game white guys, don't know the sexuality, but... So that would be the second in, in this top 25. So one album in 2020. And another album in 2022. That's all I see. And let's see Bandcamp because they have the link here. It looks like it's much more than that in all fairness. They've been releasing quite a lot of stuff They're from Miami, are they? Um, anyhow, this is the second entry out of 25. Let's come to out of 13 so far. Let's go to 14. Isco, I-Z-C-O. Isn't smashing up the club with his infectious brand of UK garage. Uh, this year he was an industrious putting a spin on the MC and DJ dynamic by partnering up with rappers and jazz musicians alike. Uh, the release of a sublime dub-influenced single, Heavy Soul, featuring soul singer Lion Bailey, and Brighter Days producer Felix CW, followed by the release of two separate extended plays. Again, check this guy out. Isco, 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 can't even see him here. Um... Could it be this guy or this guy? Big Summer 22, Big Summer. Um, 
I mean, I can't really say what he is. He is male. That's good. He looks white. Let's just give a entry here as a doubt. So he's number three. Um, next one out of 15, Kiss Nuka. She's known as an audiovisual artist, producer, and activist. Ah, of course. She's a visionary for the future of dance music. Playing with ambient soundscapes, Nuka has explored inspirations from Bollywood to Hindu mantras. Oh, she looks Indian. Nuka embeds a speech from the Indian scholar and environmental activist. Oh, of course we have to push the greenwashing agenda. You see how it goes? This is what I said earlier about the United Nations and the 2030 agenda, and the green agenda and all this, and how the money rolls from the big funds down to all the corporates, and unless you play the game and you write the right words and you speak the right words on the podcast and you produce the right videos on YouTube, you're fucked. That's how it rolls. Kiss Nuka going to Discogs. Let's see how many has she produced. There she is. Indian lady. Wow. Wow. An extended play in 2023. And she's the top fucking producer. One of the top 25 fucking producers with one extended play in her career. Now, you silly fucking white boy. Make sure you strive and struggle 12 hours a day, every weekend of your life, to produce music that nobody will ever pay fucking attention to. Because everybody, the entire world, is against you right now. So that's Gisnuka. So far, three, as we said, three people out of 16. We have M10 or Mayant the Beat, or something like that. M1 on the Beat. Has been producing Turn His Life Around. What kind of writing is this? In over half a decade, he has gone from living in a hostel to elevating the scene of UK rap. I'm not a person with that. Fancy's rap, as you know. But let's see how much has this guy produced. M1 in the bait. Um, 2023, one release. There's another entry here, the same name. Um, two releases in 2020, 2022. There you go. But you're black. You're black. You're not white. You're not white. You're not, you're not, you're not heterosexual. You can do it. Next one. MDUAKTRP. His impact on dance music cannot be overstated as the creator of the famed lock drumbeat heard on almost every ama piano track. Of course, South Africa, Afrobeat, ama piano. Of course, we have to diversity and inclusion fi everybody. Let's see what this guy is doing. How much has he released? How hard has he worked? Well, guess what? He doesn't even have an entry on Discogs, right? Doesn't even have an entry. Full-length release in collaboration. Won the hearts of Ama Piano fans everywhere. The Game Changers. Let's put the Game Changers in. Find out. Fuck around and find out. As they say. The Game Changers. Well, dear listeners, I cannot find the entry from this man. So obviously he had this meteoric rise in the in the stardom. The top 25 producers because his color matches. And the next one, Nicky Nair. Regardless of how you feel about it or the number you would prefer to keep your heart rate at, hard to fast dance music is here to stay. Thank you. And no one can do 160 BPM quite like Atlanta Speed King Nicky Nair. Whether you breakneck dance floor footing has come by way of his Hadmo collab EP. 
his downright delicious speed garage creations on extra playtime, or his hair-raising turn with DJ ADHD on Golden Monkey, we guarantee Nikki is responsible for a good chunk of your most friendly frenzied club moments this year. It'd be far more difficult to name DJs who haven't rinsed his tunes behind the decks this year than dig into the hundreds we have, but you can beat everyone from Bored Lord to Coco Cobra to Balti has been dishing them out all summer long. Nicky Nye's ability to infuse so much feeling into his speedy creations is one of the reasons he has earned so much adoration from the music world. So let's go to Discogs and have a look at this chap, Nicky Nye, who is not white for the record. Um, and so I can see some singles from 2018, quite a few. Okay, and he's done a collaboration with Hudson Mohawk on with Warp Records in 2023. Okay, fine. I'll I'll give him that. Okay, I'll give him. I'll give him that he's been around a little bit. Let's see, Bandcamp here. Um, yeah, how many? One, two, three, four. Twenty releases. Okay, we'll give him that. Not a problem. But still, no white. This guy looks white. Pangea. I know Pangea. You could ask a UK festival. Goer or a Fox Weatherman, what was the song 2023 summer? You still get the same answer. You can't talk about this year in dance music without talking about Pangea, Kevin McCauley, sizzling single installation, and the rest of his changing channels full length is the perfect embodiment of a dance music shift towards fun in the last few years. So, yeah, sounds like Scottish or Irish Pangea. There he is. Let's see how long has this guy been around. Um, 2007. So he he has tried quite a bit. Um, there is a gap between 2014 and 2018. But otherwise, he has had steady releases. Four mixtapes, two albums, a few releases. So he's well known in the circuit. And this is what I'm talking about. This guy has obviously sweat a lot. Blood, sweat and tears to get to this top 25 um, so let's continue some ladies here look Asian to me Salamander really meant business in 2023 both individually and as a do by the way four people four white people in the top 10 uh, so top 25 so far um, hailing from Seoul South Korea so we know where they are so let's check them out quickly on on Discogs. Uh, <laughs> um Probably not these ladies here. I hope not anyway. Maybe these ones. They look a little bit more. Yeah, soul-based uh, albums. Okay, one album since 2020, 2021, 22, 23. One single... Uh, participate in three compilations so okay they've been steady over the last four years fine still females uh number 21 simo cell the fact that simo cell is one of the most exciting producers around isn't a uniquely 2023 statement the genre bending french bass aficionado has been doling out some of the finest eclectic underground creations since at least his debut on Wisdom Teeth in 2016. So he's white, he's French. Again, can't say anything about the sexuality, but nothing obvious. Uh, but he's been banging on, as we've seen, since 2015, as you can see here. And steady releases, 18 releases, two albums, 
last one in 2023. So there you go, work hard, he's there. So that's number five. Then we have Sophia Kutesis. She's very well pushed into the network, blessing us with her debut album 2023. So Sophia Kutesis released a truly inspiring body of work, already known for her production skills with the likes of her tracks By Your Side and La Perla. This year we saw Kutesis take her music to a new level, uh, Berlin-based and everything. Let's find out about Sophia then. So... Sorry, the page is refreshing. So far we have 5 out of 25. And then I'll explain to you the how you do some stats with maths. So Sophia has had um, not a lot, but there's uh, some other entries here. I guess that's her entry. She's based in Berlin since 2014. And then 2019 had a few releases, one album, as they said. Again, hey, check this out, Ninja Tune again. You see how that works? You see how that works? 2023, Ninja Tune again. I'm not saying that Ninja Tune is not necessarily a quality label. All I'm saying is the conflict of interest. Notice the conflict of interest. 23, we have the Martinez Brothers. I've seen these guys, you know, they're based in the UK. No, Bronx. Uh, the Black or Hispanic, probably Hispanic. And they've been a little bit around, at least five years or so. Let's check them out. So probably is a fair inclusion here. Diversity and inclusion. So, yeah, first single 2007 and a steady release since. With one album, a mix for Fabric, the Fabric fabric club in 2019 remember that and yeah so steady releases hard working we know them it's fine not a problem so that was number 23 number 24 is tumba or tomba off the back of his first vinyl release with hypnic jerks late last year first vinyl release a great extended play which outlined his unique sound and burgeoning promise tomba has delivered two 12 inches of sublime quantity quality for two of the last decades, biggest record labels in underground dance music. Okay. Um, so, self-release in the ongoing Palestinian struggle. Okay. But that's politics again. Uh, even though we agree with those politics. So, let's see. Tumba. Tumba, Tumba, Tumba. I'm not sure which... Maybe this guy looks like Tumba. Yassan Ziadat in Jordan and Amman. Uh, basically, first... Extended players that said in 2022 and two this year. What a meteoric rise again, from from zero to hero. You know, in the main feature of Dig of Mixmag, top 25. I mean, think about it. It's mind fucking blowing. If you're out there and you're listening to it and you're still not enraged, it's mind fucking blowing. This guy looks Asian. He's male, called Choosing, uh, probably Chinese. Um, few electronic albums this year that have captured our collective imagination like Choosing's Green Hat it's no wonder why brimming with angst and internal conflict the record and indeed much of Choosing's wider discography speaks to a global community on edge I'm on edge as well I better listen to him and see whether he speaks to me and he may well do there he is let's see how long has he been producing so 2014 some compilations, DJ mixes, okay for Deck Mantle as well, so well connected. Um, fine, two albums, fine, no problem. 
and that's that and that's that that's 25 so we have let's go back i think it's five white males we have one simul cell two pangea um east call perhaps three invite that's four that's a duo and barry can swim so that's five so five out of 25 so let's do some maths here that's one fifth that's 20 percent so on intuition I know that the white population right now is a minority. It's about 11% of the entire population, the global population. So it is a minority. Can I ask you why are they not promoted as a minority as part of the diversion and inclusion policies? Any idea why? If you're out there listening, if you're out there making music yourself in an underground place or in your bedroom, why are you not promoted? You're a minority. Instead, what's promoted is women, what's promoted is black people, Hispanic, Chinese, as you see, you've seen them all, right? That was my evidence. However, even though it is a minority, and I know this will freak people out because they will say, oh no, it was just black gay people who made this music, disregarding, of course, who created electronic music as such, which was basically European people, white European people, right? But let's let's just not go into this debate because I'm I'm ready to challenge anybody because they will lose. But let's start with house music and techno and I agree it's black community. Some of it was gay, fair enough in Chicago. But the whole industry basically blew up in in london initially and then in europe so even though it started the scene started in the us it was basically insignificant and then it blew up as a rave scene in the uk and europe and it continued as such and then in 2010 and afterwards we had the shift into the us with edm but basically we're talking about a white dominated music scene um with some variations, like in London, for example, um, there's a heavy black influence, especially in London, South London. But in the UK in general, there's some Indian influence. But overall, you know, if you think who's doing what, you know, uh, it's probably a white person, a white male who's doing that. So if you put the stats now, you do a chi-square test of how many people we couldn't, you know, we can't estimate, but let's do an experiment. How many people you have out there just producing the music and trying to DJ and try to break into the, the scene and try to make it through? And only 20% of them being in the top 25 of Mixmag, you have a highly significant difference with a p-value of less than 0.0005 possibly. And again, remember what I told you, this is about young people, not the established Armin Van Buren and even Martin Garrix, who have been around for 10 years now. We're talking about young people. If you've seen most of the people here, at least 6 out of 10, have been producing, um, what, in the last two, 2 to 3 years, one record. So with one record, you became top 25 producer for the year in the main industry magazine? Seriously? And you tell me that there's no bias there against white people? Is that what you're telling me? So, coming back to the title. If you're white, you're not right. I'm really sorry to say that. And because I promised some solutions, the only way to do it, to make it through, is fucking screw all those corporate whores, like DJ Mixmag and DJ Mag, and all the corporate media that are controlled by the same flow of money and the same politics and make your own 
networks with your own people and network and self-promote and make your own scenes. Promote each other musics, play, play each other records, start doing your own small parties and your time will come. This was Johnny Walker for the Freak Beats EDM Podcast. I'm inviting you to come to Substack, our blog, to leave your thoughts there. Thank you for listening.